Local Matters this week is about Luxembourg's film industry and this week we have Ben George Coles on the team. He is having an interview today with Nadia Masri. Nadia Masri is an experienced script supervisor and a film director. Her next project is a short film that she and Ben himself are working on together now. In this interview today, Ben and Nadia are going to talk about the challenge of telling a distinctively Luxembourgish story through cinema and producing a film with a Luxembourgish soul, whatever that means. So, Nadia, um, I had a conversation a few days ago with Serge Benassuti, and one of the things he said is that he doesn't feel that as yet there's been a Luxembourgish film with a Luxembourgish soul that has really gone very far, you know, won awards, got sort of global recognition. Uh, there have been various co-productions, of course, but film with a real Luxembourgish soul, he emphasized that point. He's not sure there has been one yet. And then he sort of said, you know, even knowing exactly what that means, uh, a film with a Luxembourgish soul is quite difficult. Um, now, you and I are working on this short film, which I think I can say for both of us, we, you know, that is one of the things we're concerned to do, like make a film that has a Luxembourgish soul. We talk about it in those terms. And, you know, we've had conversations about this going back quite some way, like the, the, the challenges there are in telling that kind of story. Would you just summarize for, for the listeners what you think some of the challenges are in making a film with a Luxembourgish soul or knowing what that really means, a Luxembourgish soul? Yeah, well, yeah, that's a big question. <laughs> it's a big question to start with. Yeah, so I do believe that maybe one of the reasons why, you know, if what Serge said is true and we still do not have that movie, you know, that maybe really touched upon something um, that resonated as well with people within the country as with people abroad, you know, that just said something, let's say something real, maybe about this country, about the culture of this country, the identity of this country. Um, I guess that um, one of the reasons is that I think it would come back to the size of, of Luxembourg. So it's, it's a small country. It's a country that's very dependent, you know, on its neighboring countries on many levels, you know. So we grew up speaking the languages of our neighbors of France and Germany and Belgium um, because, you know, you, you couldn't just go through life just speaking Luxembourgish. And we also grew up with the culture from our neighboring countries. And um, I think that as much as that is a, an amazing, you know, plus for, for this country and, and something that makes us so much richer, at the same time, I guess that maybe that also does take a bit away from constructing, you know, maybe, you know, an own identity, an own culture, J just because, you know, you get fed so much by, by what's happening in, in other places. And also through the size of the country, you know, there's maybe also less of um, maybe, let's say, um, uh, soil, you know, to, to grow things here. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Of course. I wonder whether you agree with... Uh, the feeling I have that even on top of that, there is something peculiarly difficult about capturing Luxembourgish stories. And maybe that has something to do with the multilingual dynamics, the multicultural dynamics, the sort of 
code switching that goes on and not having templates for telling those kinds of stories? Yes, actually, it's a template that I was I was thinking of. You know, it's the fact that very often, you know, a culture constru constructs itself on what came previously, you know. So it's basically, um, you know, the poems, you know, the, the, the songs, like the movies, the literature, you know, those are the things that you usually, you know, grow up with, the, the thing that becomes sort of um, uh, like a popular um, reference amongst people, you know. And on these templates or on these, you know, former cultural references, you know, you keep building the new ones, you know, um, either, you know, questioning them or reinforcing them. And I believe that these um, references do exist um, in Luxembourg, but they are more few and far between. And on top of that, I believe that the transmission of them, there's maybe not not the best job being done in transmitting, you know, certain songs of this culture, certain poems, you know, maybe there is and the sense of like valuing something where certain aspects have not been valued enough, you know, and, and transmitted enough for, for people to really know about them. So sometimes this gives people a feeling that there isn't much there. And then I guess that for maybe my generation and I'm born in, in the eighties, um, you know, um, for either my generation, generation before me or after me, you have the feeling of maybe too too big of a job has to be done, you know, because you 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 don't have templates, you don't have references, so you don't know necessarily where to start, where to grasp, you know. And and basically, I have the feeling sometimes that the way to go at it is really through like the work of sociologists in Luxembourg, the work the work of historians in Luxembourg. But but you 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 would say like okay what like who has before me asked themselves those questions you know of of um you know what is what is maybe peculiar or idiosyncratic here in Luxembourg and you know in case you have that interest as I have had for for a very long time for some reason I've always been interested in in trying to tell a story of let's say of here you know of um of this of this country I guess it, in my case it has also been part of like a personal research of, of my identity you know is that uh something you've tried to do at all i mean read read up on uh historical and sociological perspectives and... yes actually it is you know i i did read like um i did read a book on the history of luxembourg i did so during uh, the very first confinement it was a book uh, that was written by my former um high school director his name is uh, emil haak mm -hmm. and um I guess the book is a little bit biased because it talks about from independence to success. So now, you know, he certainly has his point of view on where we are now as a country. But but there were so many lovely anecdotes about also um, like Luxembourg inventors or, you know, even like um, the former um, dynasty who ruled this country coming from Guillaume d'Orange, um, you know, from the Netherlands. And and it just gave you this sort of more personal perspective on, on them as human beings, you know, and not just on statues and names. Um, and yeah, that, that certainly has like fed my imagination. I wonder whether your history teacher, who I suppose is Luxembourgish, born and bred more or less. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah I, wonder, I wonder how, um, you know, his Luxembourg, the stories of his Luxembourg would relate to mine, right? Because this question of a Luxembourgish film with a Luxembourgish soul, um, or, you know, what is the Luxembourgish soul in this context? Like a film with a Luxembourgish soul 
when we're talking about Luxembourg as I know it, would I imagine be very different from film with a Luxembourgish soul as particularly someone from you know a previous generation who was Luxembourgish born and bred like I imagine they really would be worlds apart and so when we're talking about templates like you know you said people can have the impression that there's really just there's not nothing or there's not much there in terms of templates but I feel like it it might actually be true that when it comes to templates for the Luxembourg I know the Luxembourg I grew up in there really aren't any because I have seen like quite a few um, very good Luxembourgish films, including ones by you, but I don't recognize my own Luxembourg in them. I mean, you, you have a lot of experience in the Luxembourg film industry. Do you think there are templates for this Luxembourg that you have spent a lot of time dipping in and out of, but that I grew up in? Well, I mean, first off, I want to say the fact that you just said, you know, my Luxembourg, I thought that mm. was a very beautiful <laughs> phrase, you know, because I think maybe that's where, where it to some extent starts, you know, is that someone who um, maybe grows up more in your circumstances of like, not necessarily speaking the language of the country, um, having like a family that comes from somewhere else where there is a very distinct, you know, culture that you would identify with. My experience is that to some extent, people in your situation sort of like, you know, don't necessarily identify themselves with the country and maybe even think, should they be interested in any uh, cultural, um, you know, um, I don't know, how would you say, like agenda or, or so on, that, that they, they would maybe try, try to make that happen somewhere else, you know, that they, would, they wouldn't even like try to, to tell a story, you know, maybe from this country where they grew, where they grew up in. And I think that... Um, in your case and i mean i i don't know i i hope you don't mind if i say that i feel that maybe our you know encounter has played a little bit of a role you know <laughs> even in you just like taking it into account because i remember our first you know exchanges where you know i talked about um write about what you know you know which not everybody has to agree with but which is an interesting approach and and you, and you said to me well i i wouldn't know how to start writing about luxembourg for this and this reason like this may be estrangement to some extent that I feel. And I thought, well, maybe that is the, that is the theme. Exactly that estrangement is the theme, you know, in that case. And, and you can like start there because there is still, this is legitimate in my opinion, you know, um, like maybe the lack, I also always said this, like the lack of culture then, if that's how even someone like me feels, you know, speaking the language, well, then that should be the theme. And then you, you are already there, in my opinion. You know, it's the fact that, we say, well, we have so many languages being spoken here that, you know, how do you make sense of this? You know, this is cannot be, where is Luxembourg in it? Or it's like, well, maybe that is Luxembourg. All these languages is Luxembourg, you know? So it's like all these, maybe th there are many things in this country that just are very far from what we know or consider or define as what a culture is. But mm -hmm. if that's what we know, we cannot just push it aside and say, well, there's nothing there because this is all there is. We just take that thing, put it in the middle and make that the subject and make that the themes, you know. Um, so I think that as long as we don't do this or haven't done that, that that could be, you know, one of the reasons also why, you know, like you said, maybe there are, for your experience, there haven't been many templates, maybe because people, it's a thing, maybe it was in front of them, but that you just, you wouldn't see it or couldn't see it, you know, and someone has to start. And that, I'm sure that, you know, the story that, you know, for a big part is is 
inspired by things that also you experience. I'm sure that will resonate now, you know, with other people. And that's the beauty of it, I feel also, because you just, you feel seen, you know, that that's often what movies are for someone is that if you can identify with the character on screen, you just think, oh, wow, so this is, this is a story worth telling and it's my story. Because I think oftentimes, yeah, there is a lack of value of, of what we experience just because we can't see it somewhere else and um, without realizing we can be the first one to tell it actually. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm sure that's absolutely right. And um, while, you know, when you're talking about people in my kind of circumstance in Luxembourg um, would maybe have always thought about uh, their sort of cultural self-expression coming through their uh, country of origin, put it that way, you know, the, the country their family come from. I Yeah, I definitely identify with that. But at the same time, I think I always did, um, or certainly in the years when I was writing stories, when I'd started writing stories, I always did feel that it was weird that there were so many experiences I was having in my life, and therefore like stories to be told that were, you know, in this context, this sort of a-cultural context, this where there aren't the templates to tell stories. Um, so, like, I could write stories about, you know, things I'd experienced in the UK or um, uh, coming out of that cultural tradition, but this this other part of me that was growing up in Luxembourg in this bubble or these combination of bubbles, experiencing all of these different nationalities and languages, um, being puzzled by... Uh, the limitations on on one's life and self-expression and integration, all of that, like, it, I had those stories, but I didn't have the sense of, like, how to go about realizing them as as stories, it, you know, as stories to tell rather than stories to experience, I suppose. Yeah, and I wonder, like, whether that's a, a, a pressing issue for Luxembourg, not just for me personally, but for Luxembourg as a, as a country, as a, you know, a, a, a people, a culture, talking about itself because of course you know people like me uh in some sense are, are more and more of the population right like it's it's you know over you know just officially just under 50 percent foreigners here but i'm one of the locals according to the statistics now that i have a passport after brexit but you know i remember talking to you about things like this and you saying that uh, it seems like in filmmaking, Luxembourgish filmmaking, there's this preoccupation with the war or just after the war, because it was a time when there was like a simplicity. I mean, you you know, you can say this better than me um, in Luxembourgish culture, but now of course it's a very different scene and there's this complexity. And so it's not just me that has to work out maybe like how to tell those stories, but the country, the people as a whole have to work out how to tell stories of this new complicated, very internationalized Luxembourg right yeah um i i think that one of the big challenges is that um, the context of luxembourg is a complicated one to um explain to somebody who is not who doesn't live there who doesn't have any experience there so if you start to tell a story and you don't give the whole context you know of a bit of the like the history of the country or why we would switch from one language to another or you know why um, people with specific kinds of jobs, you know, live here or came here and so on and so forth, then as an, yeah, as an, as an outsider, you have easy, easy access to understanding the story, you know, and so on. So it's a lot that you have to sort of, um, in a smooth way, you know, um, 
get across to, to the audience. And in order, you know, to make it very accessible, this means that you as a storyteller have to have, you know, a very clear overview, you know, because you you have to take in all the complexity. That's always how, how I see it. Like it has to be told sim um, simply, but at the same time it has to be complex. So you as a storyteller, you take in the whole complexity of this Luxembourg society uh, and, and then, you know, translate it uh, in a way, you know, that it's easily understandable. And that is not an easy task, you know. And um, and I believe that to some extent, one of the reasons why we, you know, we still don't have many movies or many, you know, pieces of art that deal with this, with this complex, multilingual, multicultural society that we live in is because of that, that huge task, that huge undertaking, you know, of trying to understand it and trying to translate it. And um, and yes, I did say to you that very often, you know, I mean, so far, certainly we have, as, as a Luxembourgish film industry, made a lot of feature films, maybe even short films about World War II, where I do believe there was um, a more easy um, sort of understanding of what Lux Luxembourg is, Luxembourgish population is. But that was a whole, that was another society back then. Mm. And so I do believe that, yeah, as, as storytellers, as filmmakers, it is to some extent our you know, our job to to dive into Luxembourg of today and tell those stories mm. as well. Yeah. And I guess that, you know, this challenge that you've you've just described of, you know, needing to, particularly if you're telling the story to a non-Luxembourg-based audience, and that, you know, that's something I wonder about just because, like, I had this experience reading a Malaysian novel once, a very acclaimed a Malaysian novel, having this uncomfortable thought that it was written as if for foreigners. And that just felt quite, quite strange, you know, because I don't know, like it, I feel like the duty of the novelist is first and foremost to, to their own culture. And there's such, I don't know, there seems something a little ignoble about like, but I'm really unsure about what I'm saying here. And in the case of Luxembourg, it's a lot harder to make that kind of case or it would be, a, it just seems like it's very different dynamics because it's such a small country such a small audience and so many of us have so many attachments abroad that of course we want to tell those stories to those people but then what I was going to say is that to enable them to understand the stories of this place we like you said we need to sort of introduce them to the rather strange dynamics of this place and that's quite a you know a technical obstacle to overcome in storytelling, especially because it detracts from, you know, it's, it's, you know, it takes away. And it, it, then it would seem easier to do that in a novel, right? Like in a novel, because you can just like, especially, especially if you have the right kind of narrative voice, you can just spend a while, like a few pages explaining sort of sarcastically or whatever, this is how it all works here. It's rather bizarre, but no, 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 no. And you can have your novelist's fun doing that. But it's a, a lot harder to do in cinema, isn't it? Where you can't just like explicitly, or it's, you know, it's a very specific type of cinema if you're just going to have a narrator explicitly say, well, this is this, this is how that works. You know, it's harder in cinema, yeah? I mean, I do indeed see the challenge, you know. Um, an example, or yeah, an example I can come up with is, you know, if you watch certain Pixar movies, and, you know, it is often said as, as a big compliment is that you can watch it just as well as an adult and enjoy it deeply as a child. So it is, you have like those um, animation picture movies that work on these two levels where you can just, you know, have the feeling that you're missing out on nothing, being a child or being an adult, you know, and enjoying it. And I, I 
that's a sort of challenge I think one faces as well in the context of making um, yeah, a story that wants to dive into uh, Luxembourgish society and the complexity of it is on the one hand to make it give all the necessary information for an outsider to completely grasp the context mm -hmm. and at the same time, you know, not start to explain to a local or like over explain to a local things that they already know. Yeah, I don't remember you giving that example before in our discussions of the Pixar films, but it makes total sense and I feel inspired by it. So thanks for that. Um, yeah, do we want to say anything about our film, Nadia? No, I think we should. And I think maybe maybe you should. Because I don't, <laughs> I've never been very good at, you know, summarizing um, a story of, of one of my films. And I always say that that's the reason why I make movies is because, you know, that's how I express the story. And because words are so much more difficult unless I really prepared it well. But do yeah. you want to maybe try in a few words, um, uh, say what it's about? Sure. Although before I do that, I will just acknowledge that that's a very clever little uh, way out of that challenge that you have there. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm. I also don't feel like I've got very good at summarizing it yet. And maybe I can just blame that on the uh, the very difficulties we've just been discussing. But yeah. So it's a film about somebody similar to me and many of the people I grew up with in that they grew up in this country where they don't speak the language, uh, they don't really have any connection with the surrounding culture. So it's a student at the European school and uh, they have an interaction with, a, they're kind of, kind of their opposite because of course the, the knock-on effect of there being so many uh, internationals here, uh, particularly in the city, uh, you must know that it's like seven, more than 70% foreigners in the city, is that while, um, while a lot of internationals feel very foreign in Luxembourg, I'm sure that there are many, and I've, indeed I've met a few, uh, Luxembourgers, born and bred Luxembourgers, who start to feel very foreign in their own country, or particularly in their own city if they live in Luxembourg City, because you know, they're surrounded by people who are not who don't share that, you know, the sort of cultural codes um, that they've grown up with. So it's a meeting between these two people who are both in some sense feeling alienated and feeling foreign. And yeah, I think part of what's tried to achieve through the film is that each becomes more real to the other, right? So that the, 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 luck, the country that this guy's been uh, living in all his life, it stops just being like a kind of cardboard cutout and becomes through this person he meets like real personalized it has depth it has you know a story that's developed just like his own and and the same the other way around that you know this these in all these uh young uh internationals who have invaded his city um suddenly he, he understands better the story that they're experiencing and yeah I know. Do you want to add something to that I feel like there's a I'm missing a punchline <laughs> can you give me a punchline <laughs> I I I know. I think it's also good to just you know to leave it at that. You know that the movie is about this encounter, and then in a way, what ensues. You know, and you said they become more real to each other. But I think that um, that's that that's just enough said about about what what this is about. Actually, you know, on such a small territory in such a small country, you still have people. You know, not like living in these as we often say, parallel societies never meeting each other, where you think, you know, how can, how is it possible, you know, um, on these few square kilometers? But 
but we just sort of make them meet, you know, and we sort of like see what, what comes out of it. And, um, and I guess good things and, and bad things, you know, but, mm -hmm. but this meeting is, I think an important one, an important one to tell in a story. So I guess, uh, I'll, I'll end by saying, uh, that it should be premiering next March at the Luxembourg Film Festival. Absolutely, at the Crème Fraîche Evening, which is organized every year during the Lux Film Fest. Um, absolutely, come along. Tell us what you think. Great, thanks so much, Nadia. That was Ben George Coles interviewing film director and script supervisor Nadia Masri. And in case you missed a part of this interview, you can of course listen to this one and also to the rest of this week's Local Matters series on Luxembourg's film industries on our website rcityradio.com.